Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. As always, thanks for listening to our podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. It helps people find us, and that's a win-win for everybody <clears throat> on Earth. My good, yeah, it really does. I mean, that's I know we're just laying it out there for you. Yeah, being honest, <laughs> full transparency, as the the favorite phrase goes. Full tra- full transparency. Usually, when they say that, just like when somebody says, "I'm a nice person," you're not you're more than <laughs> like, if you have to say you're a nice person, you're probably not a nice person. You're saying full transparency probably isn't the most transparent thing right? you're saying, or or it's just like they're saying. Yeah, full full transparency because I have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to know that I'm telling you everything. And it's yeah. like, that's somebody who says, well, to be honest. Okay, so if you don't say that. Are you lying to me? Wait a minute. <laughs> that's funny. Now you're honest? Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big thank you to Centrist Federal Credit Union for helping us with our finances for full the last tra- year Full transparency, they're our sponsor. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Full transparency, that is true. <laughs> um, they have a, a deal called their club account. We've kind of been talking about this, but you want to check it out online. All the details are there. Essentially what it is is you put some money in the bank. You say, I promise to leave it alone for X amount of time. And they say, hey, for doing that, we'll give you this kind of a return. It's a great deal. Guaranteed. And then you don't have to worry about interest rates changing, anything else going on. You know that's what you're going to get back and you know when you get it. Period. That's, that's how it works, right? So really simple. Jump on their website, stop by and see them. They want to take care of you. And if you have any other questions too, of course, throw them their way. You can call them, 334-7000 or uh, centrusfcu.org. Very good. So there was a story we tried to get to a couple of days ago, and it slid through, surprisingly. I'm, I'm going to grab it, though, because I, Chrissy Teigen drives me crazy. I know. First same, same Z's. <laughs> same Z's. First and foremost, okay? Uh, full transparency. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that again, I promise. But... <laughs> There was a story the other day about her that she took a DNA test, a 23andMe or whatever that thing is, right? And showed that she had a twin, long-lost identical twin. How do they know that? For, oh, oh, never mind. I'm thinking from her DNA, they know she had a twin. I'm like, never mind. So the DNA's matched, yeah, right? Got it. <clears throat> and so somebody, somewhere, somewhere out there is an identical twin. And she was like, I... I mean, okay. depending on the surgeries, I'm saying probably not identical. <laughs> Just saying. Which DNA did you send them, Chrissy? <laughs> From where? The lowercase or the capital? <laughs> <laughs> so she said that, so she went ahead and, and got the premium 23andMe upgrade, whatever, for whatever thing, you know, as far as getting all the results back, right? Yeah. And it's still coming back. I had to laugh because she said, uh, after paying for the upgrades, not only do I discover I'm part Neanderthal. <laughs> Shocker. I wouldn't have said that out loud. Um, but she matched an identical twin. And she said she did reach out to the person, but got no response because there is an anonymous way you can try okay. to contact people. And you know if they're passed away or... Um, well, I think typically it's just like stuff that people submit themselves, right? Okay. So, yeah, she she 
All she knew is this person matched her, so it's not like it could be somebody much older than her, but they must have submitted their DNA. At least lived long enough to submit. Yeah. Okay. And they'd probably be the same age because mm-hmm. doubtful there's gonna, there won't be a match, identical match otherwise because we're all snowflakes yeah. ultimately. We're all different. And so she ended up texting her dad, well, first her doctor, because she was, quote, spiraling. What a, That's you know. a shocker. <clears throat> and then she ended up reaching out to her dad and her sister to tell them about this and pretty much was reassured that, no, there was only one child was born. There, there was no twin that was born, and then we gave her away <laughs> or anything like that. Ultimately, she remembers she did this test three or four years ago and used a pseudonym. So she matched herself. She matched herself. What an idiot. <laughs> you're, if, why, why would you? You're, you're trying to find your family and you use a fake name? <laughs> idiot. She was on that PBS show, Finding Your Roots. I remember that show. I liked that show. I did too. I don't remember her being on it, but I, I don't either. <laughs> so oh maybe when she found out about the Neanderthal things, she, she said no. <laughs> that like, she it's like going on to credit karma to check your credit, but using somebody using a fake a fake name and fake social number, <laughs> and then you realize somebody else has been checking your credit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've got dings. <laughs> they said, "Oh, and heck, you're right." Uh, Henry Louis Gates Jr. was the one who hosted that show <laughs> so on PBS. Dumb. So dumb. And her episode did not finish filming and never aired. Huh? Wonder why. I wonder why, wow. but isn't that, <laughs> and she, she said that, oh my God, she says before the results, before she realized that it was herself, she already was creating scenarios in her head about this person and was making excuses for, for why she grew up so codependent and had addiction issues. <laughs> because so, of her fake twin. So then the next thing she did was she posted a hand-drawn tombstone with the inscription, Sissy Teigen, sister, aunt, and friend. <laughs> so she basically lived for, I think, three hours. <sighs> June 4th, 2 p.m., June 4th, 3 p.m., so one But hour. it was a wild ride, those three hours. Oh, my God. I think, I don't know if I'd admit, like, I, I'm sure she probably didn't put this out there. Well, maybe she did put it out there. I wouldn't admit if I did that. That I mean, I, okay, I would admit I, if I did that, but I, as somebody like who's all is image conscious, whatever, I think, right? I think her and John should just slide that one under the rug. <laughs> just saying. But I got to say thank you to her because mm-hmm. yeah. it was fun to talk Gave about. Gave us something to talk so, about today. It was something to talk about. So we'll just leave <laughs> it at so that funny. for now. So we'll just go with that. So there, there was that. So it was not exactly earth shattering, but I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, and then another one. So we got another little scandal related or it's it's a nutmeg story. So we're going to the, the Harkles real quick um, because we haven't had a royal update for a while. Wait a minute. And totally forgot that Megs has a brother that's out there and he is Thomas Markle Jr. Mm-hmm. I remember him, yeah. Right? And so he posted a picture of Epstein. And it has a snap, like, in the corner of some documents that have recently been been released. And they have put out some information lately. Because when he got put into jail, there was a lot of testing goes on when they put him in. Because he was being held. Trials were yet to come. All that good stuff, right? And they discovered, lo and behold, he had an STD or two. 
And he li- literally. I thought had- you were going to say, hello, behold, he had a twin brother. Same age you didn't even know about. Man, what amazing, what an amazing story. That's so the wrong one died. So Jeffrey Epstein is alive. No, I, no, backups. That, that would be a phenomenal. Okay. Oh my gosh. God, that'd be great. Anyway, Jeffrey Epstein, it says here, listed more than 10 partners in the previous year that needed to be contacted because he had, I think it's chlamydia or something like Jeez. that. Something, something like that. So, right, there was this list written out. But this list, and so that's what that document screenshot so is, but gross. it's really small, and you can't really read it, but that's what it is, as a list of names and contact information. He was requested to do that when he was put into jail. Okay. And so Megan's brother. That's a great to, call to get, just if it's somebody sitting on their couch in their apartment <laughs> saying, I have a, an STD, let alone saying, uh, you can have a collect call from the blah, blah, blah county jail. This is, oh, my God, hi, this is, what's his name? Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, hi, this is Jeffrey. You might have chlamydia. Bye. <laughs> in that little window. That's what I would do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let the there, call go through. There's so many, so many red flags there. Yeah. Number one is the phone call from the jail and it's from Jeffrey Epstein. And you, and you might have, have an STD. Yeah. Which one's worse? Which I, one of those three, which one's worse? Yeah. I don't, mm. uh, there's yeah, three really bad things. <laughs> so, so that screenshot of Jeffrey Epstein, which he's in his, his orange jumpsuit, as you can yeah. see oh, standing yeah. there with mugshot, right? Yep. And that gets posted. With the little, in the corner, you can see this document, but you can't really read what that list says, and that's a list of names. And he writes over the front of it with a, a crying, laughy face, time for a checkup, Harry? Oh. Because Megan has the Yachty Girl stories, and he was part of that circle with Andrew. Ooh, twist. That's what? her brother posting that. So if she was a yacht girl... And they're saying that he, she already knew wow. the, the royal family was already aware of her because of Andrew, but Jeffrey Epstein was part of that same yacht yeah. crew group yeah. that she was on these yachts with. And he Man. just posts again, crying smiley face time for a checkup, Harry. So obviously him and Meg nut don't get along. I would assume. Not I mean, that's not surprising. Her, her, whole family, her family's just nutty. So her whole family doesn't get along. The only one she gets along with is her mom. It, yeah, it appears. At least according to the documentary. Right. Well, transparency. <laughs> Documentaries usually are BS. Just saying. Totally scripted. Yeah. Totally scripted. Wow. Which also, that was another story that came out too. The reason why Oprah did that, that documentary with her. Oprah had always been shunned by Princess Diana. Oh, for Princess what? Princess Diana for... had, did not trust her. Really? And, and that did was she in know the, something? In, in the 90s. She just didn't trust her. She didn't like the way she did her presentations. She didn't want to be a part of any of that. Circus. So this is kind of a, a and so a post mortem sort of jab in the back. Mm, yeah. So she goes ahead and does this with Diana's son, hmm. and then they turn on their family in this so called interview that they did. So, so I just found that interview. out the other day. Yeah, I didn't know about the whole Oprah, but that's I've because there's a whole that. other uh, little Oprah expose that's going on. One of the Twitter guys is he likes doing deep dives mm-hmm. and he's been doing some great Twitter threads and Oprah got on his list. I mean, where is Oprah? I mean, she, from other than that interview yeah. that I haven't, I did, Adam Glenn did see her on the streets a couple of, about a month ago and, and interviewed her, you know, whatever talk. Right. Cause they are friendly with each other. So, so she is around and then maybe it was like yeah. six weeks ago. I don't know. He posted it in the, like on Instagram and I think probably in their private Hollywood wow. group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but other than that, like she's nothing, doing nothing. It's, like, it's, is her network still around? I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything of her ever since the John of God thing came out. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It's like she went underground. 
And I, I mean, if you are uh-huh. a billionaire and you've worked your butt off your whole life, I completely like just going off the grid, but like here and there being around and still being, have like this weird presence. It's just weird. She has so many companies and, and they're all media and entertainment. So you just expect to see her name. Yeah. Whether she wants to or not, but I haven't seen anything. But yeah, the John of God thing, I think that kind of <clears throat> maybe made her pump the brakes a little bit mm-hmm. on her public appearances. So there was that. I want to take a second to thank some other OG friends and supporters of our podcast, Kugler Vision. Kugler Vision Center, honestly, they were the first ones that were supporters and partners with our podcast. Um, and that was five years ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. That is unbelievable, but we certainly are thankful to have them on board. Kugler Vision stands out in the crowd without a doubt. Um, they've just got a world-class team of experts at Kugler Vision, and it keeps growing because people realize if you're going to get any kind of corrective um, procedures done, you want that team behind you without a doubt. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you should get online right now and schedule a consultation because you, don't, you need to know going into 2024 kind of where you stand. Maybe you've always been thinking mm-hmm. about getting a procedure, not having to wear glasses or contacts. It's freeing and it's, it's unbelievable. It is. When you do it, the, one of the first things you're going to think is, why didn't I do this sooner? Mm-hmm. That's going to be it. So invest in a life of clear vision. Possibly it's going to be something that's a gift on your list for maybe a graduate that's coming up this spring to send them off to college with uh, that great vision going into college would great without glasses or contacts. But the team at Kugler Vision can give you all the details and help you get that consultation on the books so you can find out exactly what your plan is. Call them if you want, 402-558-2211 or go on their website, kuglervision.com and schedule that consultation today. Wow. So then the other one I have for you, then we're, we're just stay, staying in the dark here, folks. Um, the Duggars have a special out and it was on, is it, is it on Netflix? It's on Amazon. Uh, Amazon video. Prime. Yep. Prime. Um, and it is about... It's called Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets. Small side note. Yeah. The word shiny looks like it should have two ends. It always does. I, 100% all the time. <laughs> That'd be shiny. I know. I know it would. But it's just like it looks like it should be. Shiny. Melissa, Rivers had right the, Melissa Rivers had the their director and someone else yeah. on her episode last week. So I had to write shiny because that's that was the title of it. Shiny Happy People something. Yeah. Uh, so I had to write it 57 times last week. And <laughs> the, for the first, I kept S-H-I-N-N-Y. Red line. Shinny. Shinny. It just, <laughs> shiny, shiny. just seems natural. Shiny is like the word hiney, shiny. It just, it's like, that's not a real word, is it? It doesn't look like a real word right. to me. It looks like it's misspelled. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really does. Yeah. Now that you say that, now yeah. I see that. See? You're welcome. <sighs> anyway, it's, it is, it's an interesting look because it talks to some of the family members and also talks to some of the people that were members of the same community. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so you've got some people that weren't on the show. But knew the Duggars mm-hmm. and were watching from the outside in or inside out, whatever. Uh, some people who are going through the same stuff and they were expecting to see their lives reflected in this, what do you call it, reality show, whatever it is. Uh, and then, they, then it was nothing at all like their lives were. Mm-hmm. And, and there, there are some things that they talk about. That now that you now that they bring them to light, it's all it, it's child abuse. I mean, it's like the what they call blanket training is one of them. If you if you watch the show, you'll you'll see that part. But um, is it just a, a one documentary, or like a three or four episode deal? Three or four episodes. Okay. I can't remember how many episodes. I know there's more than one. 
Um, and I was excited. I need to watch it again because I did. I watched it. And I, I thought it was one episode. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a movie. Yeah. And then I, I realized, too. oh, now I'm in another episode. And I kept watching and it was getting late and I had a drink and I was like, I got to wait. Right. So yeah. I have to watch this again some other time. So it was about 7.15? <laughs> it was still dark. Was it dark yet? It was dark. Anyway, so it was later than that. Uh-huh. But one of the things that I heard them say, which I thought was funny. Remember we're, uh, years ago we started uh, calling TLC Total Low, ca- low Class? Totally low class. Totally low class. Mm-hmm. Because they had the the little queens on and they had um, Mama June. Mama June. Yes. You know, and, and and then the dance thing. And it was just like, and it was so. And then the, the show where the guy humped his car. Yes. My, my addictions. addictions. Yeah. My, uh, my strange addiction. The girl that ate the <sighs> couch cushions. Oh I mean, I, you might call that All low that, class. I call that incredible it, it entertainment. Was, it, you, it was a it's, train wreck. It's you trashy. couldn't turn away from it. And so, and you're right. Everybody watched it because mm-hmm. you're just like, "What is this?" Yeah. So TLC, the Learning Channel. <laughs> yeah, that pivoted. That hard left, hard right, whatever you want to say. So we were. I remember calling it totally low class TLC. On the show, one of the girls called it the Lurking Channel. Ooh, the like, Lurking Channel. Oh, they could, they even had an inside name for it for them. So. The Lurking Channel. That's how they felt about their relationship with the network. Creepy. Which I thought was kind of interesting because we kind of were on that same yeah, path. Yeah, same. Yeah, so if you get a chance to watch yeah, it. I'm anxious it, it to is, watch it. I've heard it's, it's great. It's pretty fascinating because there there's some really good questions that are brought up um, that you, you just think, oh, well, that's the way it was. And then you start talking or hearing from the other side and they're like, no, no, that is not how things went down for the women. That is not how things went down for the young the children. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then you start looking at both the mom and the dad when the whole when all that shitstorm with Josh popped out, right? And 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 they supposedly handled it. Yeah. And the one quote that they had from the mom was, she was asked about you know talking to Josh about this his problem with viewing these videos and, and belonging to these websites. And she says, well, I'd never felt I needed to talk to him. I just needed to talk to my father, meaning the Lord. Like, but your job is to talk to your son. Yeah. Like we get, we get, <laughs> we get that, we get the prayer, but like yeah. you have a responsibility to talk to your son. It's not just by osmosis. No, you still need to actually yeah. talk to him. And so they thought everything was fine. And then when he went and got married, his wife, is another one that's a fascinating interview too, because you're like, wow, this is crazy. How much stuff was hidden? Yeah, it was. I, I mean, obviously, she knew that before they got married. That stuff was hidden, and something was different. I wouldn't. Why would you ever get into that situation, marriage-wise? If you got, I, I don't think home, she had a choice though either. Oh well, maybe that's because I think that that's part of it that kind of comes out. You're you're realizing it, arranged. Mm-hmm. Some of these were basically arranged. And, and and how the order of things were supposed to be. And it's so crazy because they came off so nice and so genuine and so God-loving. And maybe they do love God yeah. in their own way. But it's like they came across as the best parents, understanding, teaching the kids are so because well behaved. Because they edited all the crazy out. Oh, man. They, they would have had a much bigger show if they didn't edit the crazy out. <laughs> I want to see that show. Yeah. Just the crazy Duggars out. uncut. Because <laughs> his wife, mm-hmm. I think at one point, they were talking to her right after they got engaged. and And this was probably on the show. And um, they were engaged, and when's the wedding? She says, I don't know, but it's probably not going to be too long because he can't wait. I, I kind of remember something like that. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, red flag, hold on. <laughs> You're 20. <laughs> or they were like 18 and 19 or yeah. something like that. They were really. If you have, you have any 
guy of any age, but I say any guy below the age of 30, that's like, let's get married. I can't wait. And he's got like, I got my colors. I got this red flag. <laughs> Typically any guy at any time that's like, yeah. I can't wait. Let's do this uh, as fast as we can. It's kind of a, could be maybe not yeah. a red flag, but at least a, a no. maroon, a maroon orange flag. I would think, cause you got to think, okay, why, why, in the, why such a rush? Are you trying to make sure I can't testify against you or what? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what right. is the, what's the big rush here? <laughs> All right. And then the last thing. Yeah. The biggest one for last. Okay. So I found out this last week. I had no idea about this. My uncle, who is my mom's younger brother, he's the fourth of five. Okay. He lives in Washington State, Franny. Okay. Uncle Franny. Uncle Franny is a character. <laughs> he's not, well, with the name Uncle Franny, how, right. you can't be just a yeah, common he, person. He's got a great sense of humor. He's an amazing writer. He's a, a great cartoonist. He's a great photographer. Um, very creative mm-hmm. guy. And he does, photography is his living, first off. Um, but he does, like, drawings and stuff that he'll, you know, every, he just, like, cartoons and just throws them. It's just, it I, comes I wish natural. I had that talent. It just, he wasn't trained. He just I does it. I, every time I drew something, it didn't look like a, like a hairy pig. <laughs> and I'm trying to draw a person. <laughs> I, person. I just don't know how people have that ability. It, to be able to transfer what's in your head and put it on paper. It's, it's unbelievable. In any form. Is amazing. Yes. And so he is, he's very, trans, very, very creative like that. He wrote a book. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I said, Franny wrote a book? What about? <laughs> and it's called, okay, they grew up in Iowa, Les Hills area down uh, near Glenwood, Tabor, down in that area, um, out in the country. And um, the five kids in a one bedroom downstairs farmhouse. So you walk in the front door or the side door, I guess actually is what it was. You're in the kitchen and uh, probably the size of this room. So you'd say this room is what, about eight by 10 or 10, 12, 12 by 10 or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Not great big kitchen. Next room was the same size living room. Next room was the, off to the other side was the bedroom. Old school country house. It's a square. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. And then these narrow, narrow ass steps that go up out from the Not kitchen. Code. Not, Not code nowadays. Like you'd open a door and go up the steps. <laughs> Nobody could see the steps from downstairs. You had to open a door and Jeez. walk up the steps. And that's where the kids were, were upstairs. There was all five of them had their beds upstairs. And anyway, so the stories are all hilarious because it's just country bumpkins in there. It's hilarious. Crammed in the house. I'm sure it's amazing. It's awesome. But he wrote, so Wabansi is the area. You've probably heard of Wabansi Park. You've probably heard of Wabansi, that area. So the name of the book is Fran of Wabansi. Okay. And it says Francis Leroy Jensen's life story. And he is a great writer and I didn't know what to expect. And I am blown away just by his, he's such a descriptive writer and, and it, it, can I just say, of course, he, he already has my heart, but yeah. uh, won my heart again when I, I did not realize that their grade school and their church were both Walnut Grove. Walnut Grove Church and the Walnut Grove it's, School. That's in your DNA somewhere. Somewhere. Wal- and, Walnut and he Grove remembers in he, your DNA. He wrote in there even that he remembers being teased by kids when they went to high school because then they had to go to uh, one of the high schools nearby, so they were no longer in the country school, um, being teased about Laura Ingalls Wilder. Of course. And being from Walnut Grove. But yeah, the bathrooms had a boys bathroom and a girls bathroom outhouse. Uh, and so the, the grounds where the school was, the school's in the middle and the boys bathroom was way on one end and the girls bathroom was way on the <laughs> other end to keep them as far apart as possible. And he was talking about one of the, one of the parts was when he was in school. So all grades one through eight or K through eight were on the same room. And there's probably 13, 15 kids total, maybe a little more sometimes. Um, but the teacher, one teacher, Miss Berkby, I think it was, and 
There's a picture of her in here too. But he drew a sketch of what the school looked like so he could see kind of like where the kids sat and, and where everything was, where the, this is where the blackboard was yeah. and this is where the piano was and over here was the flag and here's where the pencil sharpener was and they had a soap sharpener. So you'd have bars of soap in a, mach- in a thing that you cranked like a pencil sharpener and, and it'd come out in flakes on your hand. Genius. So you didn't have to touch the soap. Genius. They should still have that. That's genius. <laughs> I know they have the pumps, but they get gross. But that's genius. That's actually genius. Just crank a couple times, flakes come out. I was like, Brilliant. that's okay, we that need is, to bring that back. Yeah, that is genius. <clears throat> but he was talking about the kids in the class. <clears throat> Excuse me, they were while they were in school, they were studying unless they were up with the teacher learning something in particular in their grade. Okay. And she would bring the kids up for 20 minutes at a time and work with second grade science or first grade spelling or whatever. And, and they'd be up around her and they'd sit around her and talk. Other kids were expected to be quiet and study while they were there. And if you need anything, you raised your hand and you used your fingers to tell what you needed. So if you had to go to the bathroom. I got one finger that tell you what I need. <laughs> Depending on my day. I think that would put you in the corner. I think it probably would. Right away. Yeah. So if you wanted to go to the bathroom, you had to put up a one or a two so she knew what you needed to do. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine how people would get canceled so fast if a (laughs) teacher made you do that? I would be mortified if the girl behind me knew I was going to go poop in the outhouse. (laughs) But he said he would always put up two because he'd get more time. Oh, that's a brilliant. (laughs) That's genius. And I can't remember what all the rest of them. I think one, there was one for getting a drink, like three, and then four was for sharpening your, oh, you had to hold up your pencil if you wanted to sharpen your pencil. Okay. And then all hand, all fingers is you wanted to ask the teacher something. Okay. So she would know what you wanted that's, that's, uh, without uh, disrupting any of the other children. Again, that's genius. It's brilliant. Why do we get away from that stuff? I it's don't. like classroom sign language. It is. And the other kids didn't care because everybody had to do the same thing. It didn't matter. Yeah. It was just awesome. But the book... Is awesome. Is there, can you buy it online? It's on Amazon. Okay. We'll put a link in the description. Yeah. And it's got great pictures. It's got, you know, it just the descriptions of things and the stories are hilarious. And it is, there's even a picture of the soap dispenser, the, the grinder. I mean, seriously, that's like technology that if they, if I saw it brand new in Bath and Body Works or whatever, I'd be like, that's a genius idea. This is amazing. Where was this all my life? Right. It's a cool idea. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's fun because they talk about the, the, when they get to school each morning, the older boys were responsible for going out and getting um, buckets of water to put into the, they have a, a giant, and it's ceramic spigot like mm-hmm. thing instead of like the plastic igloos, right, and fill it up. And then you had a basin to wash your hands, and that's where you get your water to drink, and that was for the day. And everything was, everything was covered. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had everything they needed, you know, just without all the modern conveniences that you would say, quote unquote. Yeah. Right? Right. I question that. So anyway, if you want a good read, go there. And if you're on Amazon, you can click on there's a, a sample to read. And it's several pages. Um, and I think the whole thing is like a little less than 200 pages total. But there's about 10 pages that you can kind of flip through and see a lot of the pictures and, and read some of that. The, the intro stuff that talks about the school. That's cool. And it's awesome. <laughs> so, so I am. Uh, I'm really happy to see him doing this. So yeah, that's awesome. And, and one of the great, one of the best names ever. All right. Yeah, I love it. Fran of Wabonsi. Fran of Wabonsi. Boom boom. <laughs> you guys. So the link for the the book is in the description of our podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And like we said at the beginning, rate, review, and subscribe because it helps other people find it. And you don't want to deprive anybody of this right? absolute comedy. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Podcast.
Production.